0: You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in on a Friday edition of the show. It is game day, folks. BYU and Louisiana Tech square off tonight. We are getting you ready for that game, as well as talking about the news yesterday that BYU now has, I think, their highest profile game to date on their schedule with the announcement of the Mountain West deciding to allow BYU and Boise State to square off in early November. We'll break that down for you. So a lot to get to as it gets ready for a game tonight as well as looking forward on BYU's schedule. Today's podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at Bilt Bar. Go to builtbar.com right now, use the promo code locked on. You can save ten dollars off your next order. All right, fun rundown, but let's get to the meat and potatoes of this conversation. This is the Locked on Cougars podcast for October 2nd, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thank you again for taking some time to join us on your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. We'll get to our preview of Louisiana Tech here in a moment, but I wanted to talk about, I think, a more pressing matter, even though I know it's a game day. Trust me, I get it. And I'm thankful to all of you who have spent some time today joining us to talk BYU sports. But I think the big news coming yesterday is that BYU and Boise State will play on November 7th. The Mountain West Conference announced their schedule yesterday, and with it, due to the issue that with Air Force having to play both Army and Navy, well, there was an opening, and BYU already had a game scheduled for early November with Boise State. I think it was a very straightforward process, all things considered, the BYU and Boise would naturally schedule this game and move forward and get things done. I do wonder, though, how much the Mountain West is playing ball with BYU on this, because it's just one of those things that I look at. I know that Craig Thompson was very unhappy with how BYU went about, I guess, going after independence, and BYU, conversely, also was not very happy with Craig Thompson, but I do think that both parties understand the value for one another, especially in the case of BYU and Boise State. These two have developed a nice rivalry. They have scheduled a long-term series which will continue on until 2034 as it stands. They play home and away every other year. I think it's a fantastic, fantastic setup and I applaud all parties for getting this deal done. It now becomes, I think, the preeminent game on BYU's schedule as it stands. Currently, it gives the Cougars nine games on their slate. Obviously, there's hope that the Army game gets rescheduled at some point. Most likely, I think, for Thanksgiving weekend, if it's going to happen this season, that would give BYU the 10 games that I've always thought they would land on. But if you can schedule more than that, why not? I don't think BYU is going to slow down one bit in terms of their uh, scheduling this fall. They will go for 12 games, if at all possible. I've heard that from multiple people inside and around the BYU Athletic Department and the BYU football program, that BYU is not afraid to schedule 12 games. They believe they can get the games in. Obviously, they had the cancellation or the postponement, if you will, of the Army game. And I think that they learned a lot from that situation. I think they're being a lot more stringent about how things go here. They're being more, I guess, what would you say, um, careful in terms of COVID-19 and making sure that all of these student athletes, especially those on the BYU football program, understand that you've got to handle your business in terms of protecting yourselves to play the game you love. I think they've done things the right way. And I'm hoping that everything goes smoothly from here on out. Because as it stands, starting tonight with October 2nd against Louisiana Tech for the next, what, one, two, three, four, five, six weeks, five weeks, give or take, BYU has a game scheduled every week. This is going to be the best run this season for BYU. Obviously, there's a game scheduled on November 21st against North Alabama, which currently is your home finale, your season finale. But the hope is that BYU can land a couple more games in the month of November or maybe on into early December to fill that slate. And that brings us to the interesting omission or the glaring hole in the Mountain West Conference schedule. Of course, Air Force will be playing at Navy this weekend, and Air Force will only play six conference games uh, this fall. They also have a game with Army which is scheduled for the same weekend as BYU and Boise State. Well, the fact that they're playing two non-conference games leaves one other program in the Mountain West that's going to have an opening. And if you would just look at the schedule, wow, what, what in the world is this? Oh, December 12th, BYU and San Diego State? Maybe possibly could that be the case because the Aztecs currently only have seven games scheduled and it says TBA on their schedule as it stands. I did some poking around uh, some of you asked Steven surprise chief among them on social media saying Jake what is this I'm hearing about San Diego State and BYU. Honestly, I hadn't heard anything of it. But as I looked at that schedule, it just piqued my interest because obviously BYU and San Diego State played a game a year ago in San Diego. There was a return date supposed to come back to BYU on November 14th. That's not going to happen because San Diego State has a game scheduled that weekend in Mountain West Conference play. But could these two former, I guess you'd call them longtime rivals, I don't know if you want to count San Diego State as a rival, but regardless, could these two teams renew their, uh, what What should we call, um, acquaintances uh but i think it's on its way folks i can't report it's going to happen but based on some of the conversations i had with people who are a little more in the know on mountain west conference machinations etc yesterday let's put it this way i would be very surprised i guess quite surprised if byu and san diego state are not playing on december 12th Now you're probably screaming, well, Jake, is it a home game or is it BYU at San Diego State? That I don't know. But let's be frank about this. Do you want to be sitting at Lavelle Edwards Stadium December 12th when it could be three feet of snow on the ground? Or would you rather maybe be playing in America's finest city, a.k.a. San Diego, where, what, it's 65 degrees and sunny? Yeah, I think make that trade. I honestly think you would go to San Diego twice in two years and play that game and hopefully get some revenge on the Aztecs. Uh, Of course, the Aztecs are not going to be playing at San Diego County Credit Union Stadium anymore. Uh, The plan is for them to play, actually, their home games in Carson, California, which is over 100 miles away from San Diego State. It's in L.A. County. It's where the Los Angeles Galaxy play their home games in Major League Soccer. Of course, the last, I think, two or three years, the Los Angeles Chargers called that stadium home before the new Hollywood Park Stadium was done there in Inglewood that they moved into co-tenants, with the Los Angeles Rams. So it would be an opportunity for BYU to get some revenge. So it gets you going to Carson, you're not going to San Diego. But even so, you're going to Southern California. Let's be honest, folks. December in Utah, December in Southern California. Do I have to spell it out for you? But like I said, in talking with people around the Mountain West who have a better idea of how things are going with Mountain West Conference scheduling, I can't say it's a for sure done deal. With regards to BYU and San Diego State playing, but I very much think it's on its way. I would be surprised if it doesn't get done. Obviously, there are things that could hold that up. There are things that could nix it uh, before it finally gets to the signing signatures page, etc. But I do think that San Diego State BYU has a very legitimate possibility of happening on December 12th. I think it would be a fantastic way to go about the season for BYU. It would extend out a very long season, considering BYU played their first game of the season on September 7th and may not play their final regular season game until December 12th. But nonetheless, if you can get the game on the schedule against San Diego State, You sign it, you seal it, you deliver it. And BYU fans, I think you'd be very happy with that. So there you go. BYU gets their, I think, the preeminent game on the schedule with Boise State. That's signed, sealed, and delivered. The ink is dry on that. So that'll happen on November 7th. COVID notwithstanding, we hope. But also, San Diego State very much looking like a possibility for BYU on December 12th. Okay, enough of future scheduling. Let's take a look at what's going on tonight. BYU and Louisiana Tech set to square off at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I'm excited to be there covering this game. I wish thousands of you, up to 6,000 of you, were joining me at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, but nonetheless, let's preview that game. Let's talk about an actual contest we're going to see played on the field tonight. We'll get to that here in a moment. Let's just know some of the players that, to keep an eye on from Louisiana Tech, names you'll want to know going into this game, and how I think BYU is going to go about their game plan against the Bulldogs. We'll get to all of that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at Built Bar, guys. Built Bar are the best-tasting protein bars on the market. I say that every time I do this read, but I mean it Sincerely. I love built Bars. They're delicious. There's 18 different flavors, and I can't say honestly that I haven't had one that I did not enjoy. There are some that I maybe enjoyed less than others, but all of them are tasty. They taste legitimately like candy bars. They're covered in 100% chocolate, and the best part is they're perfect, the perfect snack for any of you who are on a weight loss journey like myself. You're trying to pack on the muscle with extra protein, whatever it might be. Wherever you're at in your health journey, Built Bars are the answer for you. They're high protein, high fiber, low sugar, low calorie, the perfect compliment to anybody who is in the gym working out or if you're not even working out in a gym. If you just want a delicious snack that's healthy for you, Built Bar is is the right option for you. You can go to BuiltBar.com right now, learn more about what they're doing with their all new Built Bars. Of course, they recently relaunched them, they revamped them, and they're even better than they previously were, guys. So go to BuiltBar.com, learn more about what's going on. We'll be joining you guys next week, actually talking a little bit more about some of the other products that Built Bar has, including Built Go. I recently got a shipment of that. Very interested to see how my results go with that. It's more of a, a different type of product from Built Bar, but has the same aim. To help you in your weight loss journey, your fitness journey, whatever it might be, so builtbar.com and right now use that promo code locked on save ten dollars off your next order, guys. It's a significant chunk of money taken off a delivery of the best tasting protein bars on the market, guys. Take an opportunity right now to get these built bars. Use that promo code locked on and thank us later. Let's get you ready for Louisiana Tech BYU tonight, seven o'clock Mountain Daylight Time at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. If you're looking to watch the game it will be on espn streaming on all the different platforms out there espn plus should have a stream for you if you're a cord cutter but if you're a cord cutter i'm assuming you probably have a tv service so sling youtube tv whatever you got just look up espn and byu will be right there for you guys i'm looking forward to this matchup because i see louisiana tech just kind of an over broad overview of this game tonight as a better version of troy I don't mean that to be denigrating to Troy, but I thought Troy was a good team. They came in here and absolutely got smoked by BYU. I think Louisiana Tech has a more capable offense than Troy showed last week against BYU, but that doesn't mean that they're going to come in and I think be a huge threat to BYU. Obviously, you have turnovers if you're the Cougars, a bunch of penalties and the like. That can change this game. It's the way the football the sport of football itself it works if you turn the ball over you put yourself in bad positions guess what any team on any given day can spring an upset in that case. There's no doubt about that. But I look forward to seeing what's going on with the Cougars. And I, I think this is going to be a game that you can sit back and enjoy because I think that they're going to see the Cougars go out and kind of do what they did against Troy. What I mean by that is I think you're going to see an all-out air assault of Louisiana Tech. As we played on yesterday's podcast, some comments from Skip Holtz, he talked about the fact that they graduated seven members of, of their defensive secondary, two of them were NFL draft picks. To rebuild that on the fly, it's not a recipe for success, especially when you go up against a BYU team. What well, last week is 472 yards passing. Zach Wilson could have named his number he wanted to pass for in that game, it felt like. I think BYU's game plan is, yeah, they'll run the ball to keep things balanced. But by golly, it is going to be an air raid all out assault on it. Louisiana Tech's secondary and until the Bulldogs prove they can stop it BYU will keep coming at them I see this as an interesting opportunity for BYU's defense to go up against I think probably the most prolific offense they have faced to date Luke Anthony that's the name you'll want to know in terms of the starting quarterback the lead guy for Louisiana Tech on offense this is a guy who's a graduate transfer from Abilene Christian which is an FCS school transferred to Louisiana Tech and has taken over as the starting quarterback But he's a very talented player. He's got some dual threat ability, but he's absolutely able to sling the rock. I mean, that means throw the ball all over the field. And I think he's going to bring it tonight when BYU squares off against him. BYU's defensive line, if they can do what they did against Troy, against Louisiana Tech, that means ratchet up the pressure, really force Anthony into positions he doesn't want to be in, make him feel uncomfortable. That's going to go a long way to helping them win this game. It would be nice to see BYU pile up a number of sacks, maybe get a turnover or two and really kind of force Louisiana Tech to feel like they have to play catch-up mode and become one-dimensional. That's always a recipe for success, but I really do think BYU has the upper hand in this game all the way around. I think that Luke Anthony, a good quarterback, will cause problems for BYU. I could see more than one touchdown or more than one score uh, coming in this game for Louisiana Tech they running backs in this game if you want to know those two names. Probably three names actually to pay attention to. Justin Henderson, their leading rusher on the season with 146 yards entering the game. Israel Tucker, his backfield running mate. And then Greg Garner, to a lesser degree. Those are the three running backs. There's two touchdowns between the three of them this year. Luke Anthony also has a touchdown on the season rushing. He has passed for 463 yards so far this year with eight touchdowns compared to one interception. You will also see Aaron Allen in at quarterback at times for the Bulldogs. Uh, he is 108 yards on the season with one touchdown and one interception in his in his own play so far this year. So the interesting part is to see how BYU goes about defending a pretty high-flying passing attack from Louisiana Tech. And they will spread the ball all over. Seven of their 10 receivers that have registered a stat this year, if I'm not mistaken, have scored a, a passing touchdown, have caught a touchdown, Adrian Hardy is a leading receiver with just 148 yards on nine receptions. It's a healthy average of 16.4 yards per catch, but it goes down the list. Griffin Herbert, Wayne Toussaint, Smoke Harris, by the way, Smoke Harris, that is an incredible name, an all-name team nominee right there. CJ Powell, there's some great names on this Louisiana Tech roster, and they're going to spread the ball all over the field, and BYU secondary better be up to snuff because, like I said, I see this is a more souped-up version of Troy coming into Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Granted, this is on a short week. They have to travel from Ruston, Louisiana to Provo, Utah, so they're having to, I think, have the extra burden placed on them coming to elevation to play this game But I do think this is a decent Louisiana Tech squad. And I feel like the Cougars should be able to roll. But they will have their secondary and I think back end of their defense tested a little more than they have been tested to this point in the season. Flipping over to the defense, some names to know if you're BYU when BYU's on offense. Guys from Louisiana Tech to keep an eye on include Tyler Grubbs. He is the leading tackler for Louisiana Tech so far this year. He's got 28 total tackles from his linebacker spot, one pass breakup along with those tackles. Their star pass rusher is named Milton Williams, a good player, I think. I think he's a guy to keep an eye on. He has two sacks already this year, eight total tackles, and he is a defensive end who's got a lot of size to him, 6'3", 6'4", 270 pounds. This is a guy who can get after the quarterback And whoever is at tackle, I'm speaking of right tackle for BYU, we know that Brady Christensen will be your left tackle in this game. I think the right tackle spot between both Harris LeChance and Blake Freeland, they're going to have to have their selves ready to go because Milton Williams brings it all night long. He proved last year he's a plenty capable pass rusher, and I think he is going to be looking forward to seeing what he can do against some highly touted uh, BYU offensive linemen. I had 5.5 sacks and 9 tackles for loss a year ago, and like I said, 2 sacks, 2.5 tackles for loss already this year. He's only a junior, and he's going to be looking to make Zach Wilson's life miserable. It was nice to see last week BYU kept that pocket relatively clean. There was the one sack late in the game on a cornerback blitz for Zach Williams, but I th- not Zach Williams, Zach Wilson, excuse me. But I look forward to seeing how things shake out here. I think BYU should come out and you know, say, you know what? We'll try and establish the run early. And if that works, sure, we'll go with it. But we know that this secondary is very susceptible to the passing game. And BYU should be thinking, you know what? We can hang 500 yards passing on this team if we really want to. If BYU can run the ball effectively, control the clock, and effectively shorten the game by controlling the time of possession... You can guarantee they will do that. But I think this is an opportunity for BYU to put up another prolific offensive night. I really do think the Cougars can even their score in this game. I'll give you my prediction at the end of today's podcast. It's kind of my hook to keep you guys engaged for the entire rest of the show. But I do think that Louisiana Tech might be the the best team that BYU has faced to this point. And I don't mean to say that uh, Navy and Troy were also rans. I really do think Navy's actually a pretty good team. BYU just happened to get them in the first game of the year when they hadn't really practiced fully. They're not hitting guys. They're not doing all that different stuff. The talk of them with their lack of tackling, it was a legitimate excuse, but I felt like it became a crutch to really tell BYU fans, yeah, you're not that good. I think BYU made a statement with what they did after almost three weeks off last week against Troy, and I'm looking to see, looking forward to seeing them go out there and attempt to go to three and zero with this game tonight. I really do think the Cougars are that talented. I think I believe in this team. I think Boise State is really the only game in question for the Cougars. Houston, notwithstanding, because we haven't seen Houston play, they've had every game they've had scheduled to this point canceled, and we may not see them actually play a game until BYU goes down there uh, midway through this month, but regardless, I think the only game that should be in question for BYU right now on the rest of the schedule as things look right now is Boise State. Can BYU go 8-1, and 9-0? and We're about to find out, and it starts tonight with Louisiana Tech. 7 o'clock Mountain Daylight Time, like I said, on ESPN. Enjoy it, folks. It should be a lot of fun. Follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at LockedOnCougars. I'll have updates for you all day long, getting you ready for this game and throughout the game as well. My personal Twitter feed where I post a lot of stuff during games as well is at Jacob C. Hatch. Make sure to follow along, and let's have some fun watching the Cougars hopefully roll over the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. All right, as we close out today's podcast, let's give you all the personnel notes that I'm aware of going into tonight's game. The good news is it's relatively short. Tristan Hodge, he is out tonight due to pneumonia, obviously. Uh, his dad, when he broke the news, said it was at least two weeks that he'd probably be out. He, in theory, could return next week. I think is going to be very cautious with Tristan Make sure that he is fully 100%. There are no problems, no complications with his lungs, etc. Moving forward. But in theory, he could return next week when BYU takes on UT San Antonio. But he will be out for tonight's game. Otherwise, it feels like this should be an opportunity for BYU to have relatively everybody on the roster who has not had a season-ending injury to this point available to them. And I look forward to that. I think the COVID concerns for now, i stretch now, Behind BYU, I think they handled things the right way. They got the right guys isolated in quarantine, etc. But it sounds like, especially in the secondary, it was a little bit depleted a week ago. BYU should be relatively full strength. I don't anticipate you seeing a guy like Sione Final play in tonight's game. The running back who suffered an ACL injury towards the end of last season has been practicing for a little bit now, and it sounds like he's getting closer and closer to 100%. The hope is, I think, to have him on the field over the next couple of weeks after this week. I guess if BYU were to suffer a number of injuries at running back in this game against Louisiana Tech, he could enter it and be ready to play. But I do look forward to that. One interesting note to keep an eye on, though, is that Jacob Conover, the former four-star signee with BYU, joined the team as a walk-on officially this fall. He will be suited up for tomorrow night's game. I'm not saying that he's going to be playing in this game because obviously I think they'd have to go through an injury or something to Zach Wilson, Baylor Romney, and potentially Soljeh Maiava-Peters before they got to Jacob Conover. But it appears this will be the first time that number 17 himself from Chandler High School will be suiting up in a BYU uniform. This is a young man who dreamed for years of suiting up in BYU blue. It'll be interesting to see him on the sideline and excited to see that. So I think the good news is, All things considered, BYU relatively healthy going into this game. You would like to have guys like Matt Bushman on the field. And by the way, I don't know how many of you saw this maybe on Instagram, but Matt Bushman is already doing underwater uh, workouts. And what it is is zero gravity workouts where they don't have the stress that would be put on his Achilles that you normally would have on dry land with gravity, et cetera. But It's cool to see him already in the rehab mode. And here's hoping that everything goes smoothly for him going forward. But going into tonight's game, it looks like everything should be all systems go for the Cougars. And that's a very positive sign as they get ready for Louisiana Tech. I think this defense is ripping, raring to go. And they're ready to go out there and really prove another point. They've only given up, what, 10 points this season. They'd rather have given up zero to this point. But if they can keep that number, I think, under 20, They will absolutely be ecstatic. I do think this is a better Louisiana Tech team than many are giving maybe them credit for, but I still feel like BYU should go out there and be able to be capable of hanging half a hundred once again on the opponent. Who knows at some point if Kalani Satake calls off the dogs if it gets out of hand early on, but I do think this is a big opportunity for a healthy BYU squad to go out there and make it just yet another statement a lot of the podcasts I've been listening to this week by the way if you haven't checked out stuff like the split zone duo over there with the Moon Crew, former SB Nation guys, the Solid Verbal. They've all talked about the fact that they think that BYU is going to run the table here in terms of winning all their games. That obviously came before the news of the Boise State game. But there's a lot of believers around the country and the national media that BYU is a very good team and should be among the nation's elite. And by the way, you win tonight, you stay in the national rankings. Is that is there anything more than that? Is anything more motivational than that for BYU football? You want to stay nationally ranked? Go out there and win the dang game. All right, so there you go. Some of my thoughts and the personnel notes I have ahead of tonight's game. We'll be sure to pass anything else I hear in the lead up to tonight's game on social media. Like I said, follow the show, follow myself, and we'll be sure to keep you guys up to date. Now, the moment of truth, what you've all been waiting for. What is Jake Hatch's prediction for this game? I think BYU is going to have their way on offense. I truly do. And I've become a believer in this team. The first two games this season, I was a little guarded about what I thought BYU could do offensively. I think the hype is real. I think the opposition levels not as good as it could have been had BYU faced their original schedule this fall. But nonetheless, BYU goes out there. I'm picking the Cougars, forty-eight. Louisiana Tech 21. Let me know what you guys think of my prediction. Make sure to send in your predictions as well. We'll give a shout out to whoever is the closest to the actual final score on the podcast. We'll do late tonight a special recap edition of the show. Post game comments from Kalani Sitake and players. And just kind of my initial analysis looking back at the game after covering it live. Alright, that's gonna do it for this edition of the show. A big thank you once again for your continued support of the podcast. You guys are the best, truly. I mean that sincerely. It warms my heart to hear about you guys listening to this podcast, and I see it as just a an opportunity to talk BYU sports with you guys, but also help make you guys smarter BYU fans. So a big thank you once again from the bottom of my heart for your guys' continued support of the podcast. It is a truly uh, momentous uh feeling I feel in my heart to go out there and talk BYU sports but also make sure that I bring it every day. It's something I have to prove to you guys. I have to bring good topics, good information, everything I can do to make this the best podcast it absolutely can be. All right, that'll do it. Enough gloating, enough looking back, and enough just of me talking here. But let's wrap it up. A big thank you once again for joining us. Enjoy the game tonight. Like I said, a special edition, probably late tonight. I guess it would technically be early tomorrow morning when I record it, but it'll be out. You can listen to that over the weekend. And of course, full edition's back on Monday as you look towards now, UTSA beginning Monday for the Cougars who will hopefully be 3-0 and and nationally ranked at that point once again. All right, have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 2nd, 2020. And we will talk to you guys soon.